and it's gotta be That's the only thing that's soothing my soul Turn on the TV to episode of the color commentary where we give you views from a different side for black history month we have been looking at movies with black superheroes for the first week of this month we looked at blade which is a truly awesome movie and the truly the beginning of marvel's dominance in that in that theater today we're looking at a movie that is not so much that Next week, we'll be looking at Black Panther. We'll be doing a, a great event with that. What's going to be happening is we're going to be, well, KFH Party EZ. I always leave out the party part. So I put the party part back in there where it belongs. So that way, whew, I cannot be, have my account deducted. So anyway, we will be, um, they will be hosting a party and color commentary will be there in effect talking about Black Panther. It's going to be a live show. So we hope that you guys will come in and check us out and make sure you come to the event. And on the fourth week, we will still looking at going to do either black man, I mean, black man, or obviously black man as well. Every single one is going to be black man, but it'll be black man or Hancock. It looks like this at this point it's going to be pretty clear that we're going to be doing the Hancock. However, you never know. Tori wants to do uh black man, so he may come through with some uh some patriots cheating going on and come back and switch things up i guess we'll we will see what happens but it's on you the viewer to determine which one we're going to do today we're going to be talking about spawn which was an excellent movie at least i thought so in the 90s it is not the 90s <laughs> time has changed movies have gotten a lot better and this movie has not endured I am wearing black and red today in honor of Spawn. Boom. I also have these Skittles in honor of Spawn as well. You can see the front so we can get the sponsorship. And this charger here for red for Spawn. I also have uh, this uh, baking soda here for Spawn. And lastly, this Coke Zero, red and black. It's a taste the kids have grown to love. They're great. It's a double sponsorship right there. So let's get into it. Let's let's go ahead and hear a word from our other host, Charlie, because he does not care about Spawn, is obviously rocking the Charlotte Pan Charlotte Hornets over there. What's going on with you there, sir? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? I am I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was a little tired today, so you know I had to get some had to get some rest. But uh Spawn, it's not gonna be pretty for you today. It's not gonna be pretty. So, I I don't want to get into it now, but we got some I have some gripes about that movie. But uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, other than that, it's been good. We had a, a great walkthrough with our Black Panther um, red carpet premiere show on next Friday. It's gonna be epic. So we got to see the venue, and everybody got to do our test runs. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a great time. So. Please, if you don't have tickets, I don't know if we got any more left. We may have like two or three, but you can check the site on eBright. Um, check our group page, um, Black Panther African Attire Red Carpet Experience. You can check that out there. Uh, other than that, watch us live when we go live on our YouTube page and on Facebook Live. And leave the comments and subscribe to survive. All right. Yeah, that was, that's about, that's about all I got today. 
Charles, you, you sound a little tired over there, man. Did you have some ribs today, man? Did something kind of kind of drag well, a little bit over there? I, I think I went to go to Corral last night after we did the show, and it, it is yeah, it it is it's still affecting me now. I haven't been to go to Corral in probably four <laughs> months. <laughs> So my body's not handling it great. It still has the itis today. So we'll see how it goes. You know, there's there's something about going to corral because they have so many different things. You know, you you go up and get one plate. You're like, okay, well, I still wanted to get them that fried chicken up there and those shrimp, but I probably got some room for that meatloaf. Yeah. You know, and I gotta have some vegetables here. So you know, I gotta have some onion rings. You know, so let me keep going. You know, you just keep coming. You just keep going back. Keep yeah, going. we've all felt Golden Corral. On the other hand, we have Mr. Danny Quick here, who dislikes Spawn so much that he went through the entire effort of creating his own superhero, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Danny Quick. What you got to say? What's up, everybody? You know how I do. It's your boy, Danny J. Quick. Um, I guess I'm going to have to defend Spawn today. I mean, I didn't like the movie all oh, that much. Oh, gosh. Have to be the one to defend the movie. I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Y'all were talking like it was the worst movie. It clearly wasn't. So I guess I'll be de- I'll be defending Spawn today. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and what are you what are you rapping uh, rocking over there? Because that's the way I swear I feel like I can only move you forward, left, right, and back here. So what is it that you are repping? You know, uh, we got our King Supreme book um, coming up soon, so I'm rocking the crown, King Supreme's crown. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, trying to promote that, I got um the Fairy Tale Nights on because we're working with Wally McNair, who's a fantastic artist from Charlotte, North Carolina. He um he's gonna be working on the King Supreme project with us, so I'm rocking this uh as often as possible. I w- and I will be wearing it to the to the Black Panther premiere on Friday also. So just just let y'all know it's going down. Throw some bling on it in your face, Black Panther. <laughs> Nice, man. And uh, as I understand that you will be there in, at the event providing some of your comic books as well. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll have um, some Ace Blade comic books, some prints, some um, posters, you know, good stuff. Nice. Let's get into this a little bit. Just to give you a little information about this movie here, Spawn was the second film to feature an African-American as the lead comic book solo hero. The first movie was Steel. So, you know, we have come a long way, starting with Steel. Woo! Oh, I didn't even realize that Steel was coming from the, um, I know, they got to get your step in there, because we come a long way, baby. We came a long way. Woo! Let me get some organ in here real quick. <laughs> Steel, actually, is based off of the Death of Superman comic book, which came out in the 90s, which I didn't realize initially. And we went from there to Spawn, and now to um, to Blade, which came out, and then on and on from there. Last thing, one other interesting fact. One of my favorite actors of all time is in this movie, Frank Welker. He plays Mel Bogia. Um, he's one of my favorite actors because he's done so many things. If you grew up with the Transformers cartoon, he was Megatron. He was Soundwave. He was all the animals like Ravage and Laserbeak. If you saw Inspector Gadget, he was... Dr. Claw, he was Mad Cat, we saw Scooby-Doo, he was Shaggy, he was Scooby. In the new Transformers movies, he was Soundwave, 
Um, the later uh, Transformers movies, he was Megatron. We all know he wasn't Megatron initially, but this dude has so many acting credits, so it was just amazing. I, I love seeing him because he's just so talented. He can change his voice so many times. So let's talk about what we what else we liked about this movie. So, Charlie, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you liked about this movie because we know Dan is going to go a long time. Hmm. All right, that's what that's Charlie liked. Movie. Danny, what do you think? <laughs> I, hold on, I got one thing. I I like I like the makeup that they did on the actors, the makeup artists, whoever was doing that. They did a really good job. That was that was you know the highlight to me of the film. I was like, okay, that really looks like he got burnt up. Like his skin looks like they did a good job with making him look pretty messed up looking. Not this. Well, we don't want to go into things I don't like, but the actual makeup on the characters. I think that that worked out. They did they did the best they could do on that. <clears throat> so uh looks like they put some effort in that. But other than that, um hmm. Yeah, it's a big no. I don't I don't really think I liked anything else about it. Sure surely you like something else about the movie. I mean it, it wasn't I, I didn't like it, but it it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. <clears throat> it's hard for me to I, <laughs> Some of the actors were okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> the clown, I did like the clown. I thought he was pretty funny. Um, uh-huh. His transformation portion was a little weird, but him just you no know, adding that comedy feature mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of Ed a little bit. How stupid the clown was, but he's like scary as well. So him popping in and out of, of scenes or being people that you know, um, you know, he's taking over people's body. And, and being somebody else, then transforms back into the clown, does stupid stuff. That was pretty good. I like him. I like I like that part. But other than that, I really did not like this movie at all. Complete waste of your life. Yes. Basically, <clears throat> basically, if your kids are misbehaving, you're gonna make them watch this movie. It's pretty much what's happening. Yeah, this will be torment. <laughs> Daddy, what you got to say about this movie, man? Um. From from a <sighs> okay, so the the that's the one practical effect that I didn't like. I like the practical effects that were done. The um the spawn suit, you know, kind of looked like ectoplasm or what you would imagine ectoplasm would look like. Um, you know, when they did the practical effects, not when they were doing the CGI. That junk was you know not great. Um, here in 2018, but I liked everything that had to do with John Leguizamo. Every the clown. He he was the best part of the movie to me. Every scene that he was in, well, not every scene that he was in, but he was the best part of every scene that he was in. And then um, everything that had to do with the cape, the um, the spawn cape, I, I still like the look of that, even though you know you could tell that it was CGI. You can tell that it you know it it wasn't great, but I it was still epic. The look of it, you know, when he was doing his little his poses and when he was flying and using it in different ways. Um, all of that I liked. Um, those were the, the highlights of the movie for me. And, and I was, you know, actually interested in the movie because I hadn't seen it since it came out, since it, since I watched it when it came out. I haven't seen it since then. So just, um, the, the actual movie, you know, kept me interested all the way up until almost the end, you know, um, when, when the dude, when they did the whole final fight scene, that, that was just horrible, but I was interested in the movie all the way up until then, and then in that last 20 minutes, I was just like, okay, let's just go to the credits. 
But we'll get to the, uh, <laughs> what about you, Rashad? Did you like anything about the movie? You know what? I'm not gonna lie, man. I didn't. I didn't hate the movie, and I liked it a whole lot more in the past. And I can definitely say that I am a victim of of Snyop, which uh those guys who are uh, those y'all who know about Amway you stop about being Snyop, which is susceptible to the negative influences of other people. I know that over the course of the years, I've heard so much that the movie is not so great, and so I, I feel like that it has affected me to some extent. I didn't completely hate the movie. But there were some things that I really didn't like. But there were some things that I really did like. Um, like I think both of you guys said, or at least Charlie said, I liked the clown, man. The clown was hilarious. John Leguizamo, he did a fantastic job with that. And I hate that in his career, he I don't think he's had the opportunity to really play a lot of comedic characters. Because he's a comedian. He's he's actually funny. Like um, some of his lines where he farts twice in a row, and he's like, twins. <laughs> that was just crazy to me. Yeah, um, when he grabs, one. when he grabbed the maggot uh, riddled pizza and was like, "Uh, oh, I hate anchovies." I mean, that was just you know, that was funny, man. Um, some of the other things I like when Priest, which was the uh, the female assassin, tried to kick Spawn in his jump, and his belt came you out and bit her in the leg. I was, was like, "Bro, where can I buy a belt like that? Like, <laughs> I gotta have that that jump protecting belt." <laughs> That's got to be on Amway, on uh, Amazon somewhere. The costume is awesome. Just in general, like everything of the, you know, the the white here, the green eyes, and that mm -hmm. cape, man. When I saw Spawn, I actually, I actually got a poster of Spawn I had in my dorm room at at Hampton and had it right behind me for years. It was hilarious because you know my roommate was on the other side of the bed and he would look up and <laughs> look up and wake up to Spawn every day. And he's like, dude, like I don't like that, man. That's fucking scary, you know. <laughs> but the overall look <laughs> of Spawn is is great to me. The cape is awesome, and I like his powers. You know, to be able to shoot the chains at people and his his uh, cape can turn him invisible and can turn into things that protect him. It's just the whole, the concept of him. And lastly, I got to give some credit to Tom McFarlane for actually creating this character. Uh, this character actually comes from image comic books. So it's not DC or Marvel. And at the time it was, I think it was the number one comic book in the world when Spawn initially came out. Um, and he could have chose for this character to be anybody. He could have chosen for him to be a white male, just like almost every other superhero out there. But instead, he wanted to do something. He purposely made Spawn a black male. And it's not like Blade. Like, Blade was an awesome movie, but Blade was a character that almost no nobody knew about. He had no following whatsoever. Versus this, a Spawn was the flagship character of Image Comic Books. So to choose a, a black male I, th I thought that I was very commendable for him to do that. So some of the stuff I did like, but let's talk about what we didn't like. So no, we'll before, go back to we go on, go, go ahead. We go on to the dislikes. I do want to point out that when this movie came out, uh, your boy Siskel and Ebert, or I think one of them two, I remember gave the movie a four out of five, uh, four, a three and a half out of four stars. So right. uh, that goes to show you. They don't always know what they're talking about because this movie was not a three and a half out of four stars. They got paid for those answers. <laughs> that was some hush hush money <laughs> under the table. Yeah. I think one of them passed away shortly after that. Uh, so, <laughs> what did you dislike about this movie, Daddy? <laughs> um, 
my dislikes was were everything else, man. Just the like, but everything besides the cape and John Leguizamo, I did not like. We um, we're talking about you know Black History Month and black characters. The the guy um, um, dang, what's his name? I can't even remember his name now. He the guy who plays Spawn. Dang, what is his name? Michael J. White. He was only, Michael, Michael J. J. White, White was only. I mean, he was only really a black guy for the first ten minutes of the movie. So it's like, you know, and then the rest of the time he was covered with the prosthetic. So, I mean, the acting was just so ridiculous. The um the technology that they were using was, it was on, it was just so, so dated. I mean, like watching it in 2018, I mean, the guy had like a touchscreen computer, but it was clearly not touchscreen. Like he hit the screen and it was like, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what was that sound again? How did it go again? <laughs> he said, he hit the screen and the, the video thing popped up. And I'm like, you don't even have a camera on that on that computer. How are you talking to her on, on webcam? You don't even have one. But um, <laughs> it was, you know, just the, the the plot of it was crazy. Then, you know, I mean, like I said, the, it was all over the place. The movie was not great. Watching it in 2018, it wasn't great. But I can imagine me, you know, 20 years ago watching it and thinking it was the best thing ever. So, hmm. All right. What about you, Charlie? Well, uh, everybody go ahead and, and set your clocks here because it's, it's going to be yeah, it's, a little bit. It's going to be uh, some time of your life here. What I didn't like. I mean, this I can do a whole show about what I didn't like. But I guess let me just paint the picture. This came out, what, like right after Batman Forever? Or the what's that third Batman? It's like right yeah, after that. Yeah. So yeah. So we got like I guess we kind of have. It was to say, already like, a dark period of comic book movies were made like. <laughs> but <this laughs> going into this movie, man, like the plot was so like the bad guy plot was like stupid to me. I'm like, why do you work so hard to make the end of the world? Like the guy has a trigger in his body, and you just want to make some big elaborate story that somebody else kills him to start the apocalypse when you can just kill him yourself. Like what is stopping mm. you from taking him out? Why do you need him to do this? And then by the end of the movie, it doesn't even make any sense because he can just go in his body and just you know, break the little, whatever little machine that was on his heart. He literally did open heart surgery. He did open like, heart surgery. He did his eyeballs. <laughs> eyeball. And then, I, and then, can we can we get on the devil? Can we get on the devil, man? I'm like, what is that? A hyena rat mutated? Wait, what was that? <laughs> that was it was Master Splinter. Wait, it was Master Splinter. <laughs> I was so I laughed so hard looking at that thing talk, and it it would talk like, all right, that, and then like 15 sentences would come out of his mouth, and then the mouth would go back up. I'm like, oh my god, this they really did not. They didn't try on this at all. They didn't try. And all the mini spawns, did you see like all the mini spawns down there? Like everything was a copy of spawn. Like it wasn't people. It was just copies of spawn all down there in the army. <laughs> it was so horrible. I was like, this is so bad. It's so bad. I think Power Rangers look look more realistic than this. It's just like seeing the, the body, the Power Ranger resorts fight in the little paper cities. Like that mm -hmm. was more... <laughs> they should have went down that road. <laughs> that road with this movie. This was so bad. Uh, so those, those, and, 
just the way they told the story. It was like it was so confusing. It was like I mean the the what's the what's this little trainer guy? Uh, his uh, master the violator. The what's his name? The clown. The violator. Um, no, the um the west the the knight the, the knight guy. Yeah. Uh, Castiagro. Uh, Castiagro. Castiagro. Okay, yeah. yeah, him. <laughs> his, the white dude. His little, his Yoda. No, his Yoda training for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And then dude goes fights everybody like right after he just taught him how to shoot a chain out of his body. You gotta concentrate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he says, oh yeah, don't use your power so much you may drain and die. I'm like, what? What exactly. did what happen? He could die if he used the power too much. He had just told him not to take the guns. He said, "Don't take the guns," and then he said, "Well, don't use the power." Too much. Like, why? I'm like, why did I just shoot with guns? Then, <laughs> oh my goodness, that those that's funny. I don't want to go into too much, but that, that's just a portion of me. Just like, why? Why is this even in here? What was the point of this? I mean, and oh yeah, and one last thing, the 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 devil or the hyena devil, whatever it is, tells him if he doesn't do that, he's gonna die. Like he's already basically dead. He's in hell. Uh, what is the big problem? I'm going to a worse hell. Right. I mean, he was gonna say, "I'm gonna kill your family or something, or I'm gonna take your soul of your right. daughter." Like, if they want to go, like, scary, like, "Oh, I gotta go do something for this dude," but I mean, he didn't do anything, and he gave him all the power <laughs> to beat him. Why is the devil always giving somebody power to beat him? He's uh, the dumbest thing. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead, go ahead, Rashad. You tell him what you dislike about this movie. Real quick, uh, Daddy mentioned uh, open heart surgery vision. He got open heart. That's one of his powers is the open heart surgery vision. Shout out to Doctor Daniel Hale Williams, the uh, first uh, open heart successful, the first successful open heart surgery performed by a black man. Happy Black History Month. That's right. Subscribe to survive. Um, Shout out to Ben Carson too. Like, was it not? We're not shouting out Ben Carson. Are we not shouting out? No, Carson we're not. Right now? No. Oh, okay, never mind. Not anymore. It's truly a victim of the time period that it was in. Because there was a time period where either you saw a movie that had good acting in it and lots of really cool things, or you saw I mean good acting and you know good story, or you saw a movie with good graphics and it was from a comic book. And you those movies just didn't come together. Like you would just you know, we don't know how good we have it now where you can actually go to a movie and see good acting, believable story, and great sci-fi. Like, you just, it's an amazing time that we live in now. And this movie was not that at all. I felt like the uh, the character acting was just really horrible in this movie. Um, sometimes the movies are a victim of the directing. and In this case, it was a victim of the acting. Like Michael Jai White... And I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name of the, the main nemesis guy. That acting is horrible to me. It's a very dimension, uh, one-dimensional. It's like Michael J. White all the time is like, I'm getting up in the morning, and I'm about to brush my teeth, and I'm about to take a crap. It's going to be a number two. Yeah. I mean, it's like, he's got no range at all. Like, you know, like, give me some type of personality. 
you know, if you look at Blade, even though Blade Wesley Snipes played him kind of the same every time, it was still a much more interesting character to look at. The other thing, we've talked about the special effects, and you said they didn't try. Actually, that's not the case at all. There's the, the special effects, most of them were done by Industrial Light and Magic, which is one of the major companies that, that does that type of stuff. And a significant portion of the budget for this movie went to graphics. It was just, it was a fail, though. <laughs> it's like they just weren't ready. They really should have done more practical stuff because, like, the two farts, like, I thought it was funny that he said, you know, twins, but they were the most horrendous-looking, graphically designed farts ever. Hell looked terrible. Mel Bogia, like, I guess they didn't have enough money to make his mouth move, so they just held his mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, like, you know, like, how much is that going to cost? Another $60 million? Okay, just make his mouth stay open. <laughs> and he's talking. To <laughs> They'll be okay. All right. <laughs> and, then, of course, there were some that-don't-make-no-sense scenes in this movie. Goodness. Okay, real quick here. All right, Al Simmons, that's the name of the uh, of Spawn. He shows up to his old house, right? He's laying on the ground. He calls out to his daughter, and then his wife comes out, and he says, Wanda. And Wanda's like, hey, get out of here. And she calls her husband, Terry, and makes him leave. And then after he leaves, he's like, he knew my name. But wait a second. If a random homeless guy knows my name, I would at least want to know, why do you know my name? Like, who the heck are you? Like, maybe you're somebody that I know. It just seemed weird that she would mention that after he left. Because if she had given him half a second, like, hey, how do you know my name? He could have said, I'm Al. <laughs> You know, you're dead. Look at me. I am dead. And that would have been the end of the movie. Right? Like, oh, you're you know, you're my husband back. But no, she's like, get the heck out of here. That just didn't make no sense to me. And then, um, she, and then he never revealed that it was him at the end. Like, I was hoping that he was that the that the new husband was going to at least say this. This is Al. You know, this is your husband at the end of the yeah. movie. And they never did it. Like, nah. he doing all of this just to be around her. Yeah. He didn't want that competition. That's just your baby daddy right there. Okay, what the heck is A6? Like, if you watch, this is something that you had to actually be watching for. Okay, there's a ton of badging for A6. Like, when, when um, the main bad guy starts talking, when, you sh when it shows up to his base, it says A6 there. It says A6 on the tank. When Terry Fitzgerald is talking, it says right above him, it says he is the spokes spokesperson for A6. But when he talks, he says, yes, so, so the CIA is blah, 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 blah. Wait, the CIA? Are you A6 or, or the CIA? It's like they weren't sure which organization that they were because they never said CIA, and if you look it up on Wikipedia, it says that Spawn worked for the CIA, but it doesn't say CIA anywhere. It says A6. That just didn't make no sense. That was just bad storytelling there. Uh, let me see here. When he camouflaged himself, I thought that was cool that he camouflaged himself. Why didn't he just, like, hang out there, like, for a while? Yes, <laughs> I was wondering that myself. Like, on the side right. of the building, just stay hidden. Why are you, your power yeah. is drained or something? Right, he's, he's like, oh, it's been 30 seconds. Let me go ahead and they must be gone by now. Dude, like, and then the last thing, this just made, didn't make no sense at all. 
Okay, so Priest is the female assassin again. Okay, so she's you know after she got her kick blocked by the uh, the nut protecting belt, <laughs> she she takes an automatic machine gun to the body and falls twenty feet in, in in the ground. And her injury, she's got one dot, one shot on her in the head. head. One shot in the head. Like, y'all just don't understand how machine guns work, huh? <laughs> oh, real quick. Did you hear what the dude, uh, the guy that looked at her body? He was like, oh, mm. shot to the head. She's dead. Who wrote that? <laughs> I was thinking that they were going to use, I mean, there were, they were talking about doing a second movie. So I was thinking maybe they, they must've been thinking about bringing her back. Cause when they put her in the, in the gurney, like it was all this ice and smoke around her. Like they were trying to preserve her body or something like that. So uh, they might've been trying to use her again, but you know, that second movie was, was destined to fail also. So I'm glad yeah. they didn't do it. You could definitely tell that there was going to be a second uh, there, there was going to be a second movie because it's actually something I, I mentioned because it, it's very clear when you watch the movie. When you first cut to the dress scene, there's a lady walking and it very clearly um, shows her. She's like the only one that's in the screen and she's wearing green with like a white diamond on her chest. And I'm like, is this the green Power Ranger? Like I had that on my that'll make no sense type of thing. But I realized that she was nobody. Like, okay, this person was just nobody. This is a person that showed up that had on green and white for some reason, and they just chose to film her. But if you look into it, she was going to be, she's some character. I don't know who she was, but you could tell that she was going to be somebody in the next movie. So mm-hmm. this didn't work out. Sorry, Spawn, but we got Blade at least. And so all of our hopes and dreams, you know, uh, we're not completely destroyed. And now we're going to have Black Panther to make up for it. And we will be able to, rid ourselves of steel and at least half of spawn 75% 7, 78% of spawn we can get rid of and just live happily ever after so let's go ahead and get the closing thoughts on this Danny what you got man um i'm going to go ahead and blame spawn for it taking this long to get black panther i'm going to go ahead and closing thoughts um this because Michael Jai White, I guess at the time he was a big action hero. So if he couldn't do it and Todd McFarlane with the best, you know, character in comics at the time couldn't do it, then they just said, you know, black people are must just not be good for comics. And now here we are <laughs> 20 years later, taking all of our lives, all of our lives to get a good one. So th- it's your fault, Spawn. So. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Um, hopefully, this Black Panther movie, you know, shatters all the records and we get way more, you know, black-led films. But until then, stay vigilant. I'm out. I thought you. I thought you were just going to not even say that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Don't even. Don't even stay vigilant, man. Just don't. They don't even do it. <laughs> Charlie, closing thoughts, man. Uh well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. We had to review this movie, but you know it's part of <laughs> our history. So you know, if we don't look at our history, we're gonna you know be doomed to fall again. So you know we had to do right. it. We did it for you, for you and you and you and you all of you people. We 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 took our lives. But anyway, let's go on. We got Black Panther coming next week. So excited! So excited! 
Man, I'm so excited for this movie. Oh, you just don't know. We we're gonna have a great show, but I'm I'm probably only see this movie about four or five times. So the the box office will take all my money. I think I have a nice pot of it just sitting here for this movie. Um, but I'm excited about you know what's to come. So look out for us next week live at Frank Cinnabol for our um, Black Panther premiere party. So you guys take 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 your time and get out there and support the movie. And, uh, you know, check our reviews out. All right. Take care. And once again, this has been your host, Rashad Waters. We're thankful to both of our co-hosts here, uh, Charlie Taylor. That's Chuck, Chuck Taylor, as he wants to be called. We no longer refer to him as Charlie. He's <laughs> Double Deuce Chuck Taylor and Dana J. Quick. Thank you again for watching our video. Make sure you give it a like if you liked it. And remember, you got to subscribe to survive this again has been yet another episode <clears throat> done very painfully of color commentary <laughs> views from a different side peace and it's gotta be that's the only thing that's soothing my soul turn on the tv to power rangers now it's more than time i'm ready